special and along with me always is hindu anthony what's up yeah we know you're special <laughs> and uh, super vegan brian what's up we know you're special i'm just gonna say that too what's up we know you're special and returning from the great halls of northern california is oda the all father all father because apparently his last name means father too so Something like that. Yes. Hello, I'm the super carnivore. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Odin. I'm really glad you're on the episode this week. Thank you. I'm I'm happy to be here. This is a lot of fun. Just in case, um, you know, we have some new listeners or anything that didn't hear the last episode. You know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, what makes you nerdy? What makes me nerdy? I think the main thing that makes me nerdy is that I make a lot of YouTube videos showing how to do DIY props with the idea of cosplay or just low-budget display props from movies and video games. Oh, you mean you help the everyday nerd look nerdier? Oh, you are a saint, good sir. That's right. (laughs) Protecting virginity is my superpower. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was amazing. (laughs) <laughs> all right, we got to make a sound bite of that and put it all over Twitter. <laughs> protecting your protecting your virginity is my superpower. That's a, that's a good. One. That should be a T-shirt. <laughs> that is perfect. Oh, t-shirt idea. Somebody write that down. There you go. Just make sure you put your logo on it <laughs> with Odin's face. <laughs> it's just him with two thumbs up, smiling, clunky in the background. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. But, yes, you are back, and we are very happy to have you back. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun talking to you because there's a we always want to talk to you about builds and a, a good amount of things. So, all right, you know that, but you know what time it is. You know what game we're going to play. It's what's nerdy with you. And as always, you go first. I get to go first. All right. Yes. What's nerdy with me? Well, let's see. The nerdiest things I did this last week, of course, was make uh, content to go on the Internet that's about building props, but that's normal. So the only thing extra nerdy I did this week, and it isn't that exciting, is Generation 2 came out on Pokemon Go. So I spent a lot of time running around collecting new stuff. Oh, my gosh. So have I. <laughs> oh, no, like my parking lot at work was a new Pokemon Palooza. I like uh, I caught. Uh, what was it? And my friend got really jealous. Oh, I can't remember, but I remember I caught one. And my friend was just like, I don't have that. And I was like, I do. Oh, that explains so much. Because I went to a con yesterday and there were people walking around with phones all over the place. And I couldn't, I forgot about Pokemon Go. So I was like, what the hell are they doing? (laughs) You're not the only one. No, it was great. Uh, Driving home is a lot of places I'm used to seeing. uh, Places that have uh, a large amount of the Pokestops. And they were all lured again for the first couple of nights. It was like the first month all over again for, you know, about 48 hours. Yeah. One goes yeah. Amazing amount of one. I'm so happy. I got a Cyndaquil. That's my favorite. That's my number oh, one, yeah. too. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I got him. And I named him Zippo. And then I got a Hoot Hoot. And I named him Horus. Because that's what I do whenever, <laughs> whenever I start a new game on Silver. I have a Hoot Hoot named Horus. And I have a uh, Cyndaquil named Zippo. That's very cool. I was thrilled. I got uh, the the metal coat, so I can actually take my 100% Onyx and turn him into a Steelix. Oh, lucky you! I'm, oh, I'm happy about that. I, I need to get that because I really want a Steelix. 
Yeah. Jesus. Well, you know, <laughs> as if I is if I get it from an egg. So I, Anthony is thinking exactly like I am. We're just sitting here shaking our heads, going, "Oh my God, we are on a nerdy show." <laughs> <laughs> hey, was, you invited I, me. <laughs> I was done with that game like a long time ago. <laughs> me too. I burned yeah, out. But... So um, I'm on a show with quitters. I, I kept going. I, it's strong. I'm I just like, don't play bad games. You're, it's that's you're, better. You're on a you're on a podcast with a guy named Super Vegan Brian. I quit eating meat. I mean, that should be obvious. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, Brian, you go next. What's nerdy with you? No, I'm going last. No, no, you're going now. No, no, I'm going last. It's important. You're going now. I guess Anthony, I'll go because Brian needs to go after me. Apparently. Okay, so I had an idea of what was going to be what's nerdy for me with me, but apparently I have to pick something else. Why? Why? Because I'm told to. So my what what's nerdy with know? my what's nerdy with me this week is I saw finally I saw the movie The Princess Bride. Fine. Oh my god, I could kiss your wife. Finally. <laughs> oh my god. And I swear to God, if you say I hated it, why would I hate it? It was a good movie. I like okay, the quotes. I hated it. No, it was a good movie. It was cute. It Thank was you, fun. Jesus. I was so worried I'd have to drive up to Orange County and murder somebody. God, Michael has now, such gonna... a weird codependent obsession with shows. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. You're just realizing this? If you don't like the same show Michael does, he will murder you. Still haven't seen Tombstone yet, Michael. Nope, I haven't you. seen that. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Brian. <laughs> Burning Michael, hell, Anthony. Michael, this podcast ain't big enough for the both of us. I fucking hate you both. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad so, you finally saw Princess Bride. I was just curious, did you actually enjoy the movie? Or as it, as it played along, was it like, oh, that's what that's from. Oh, that makes sense. That's what that joke's about. Both. You know I like the mean? movie. Both. I like the movie, but then every single thing I was like, that that quote makes so much more sense now. <laughs> like every <laughs> other thing was like, oh, that's a lot of jokes I've not been getting that I finally get now. What's an example? Um, Like the that word that you're saying. I don't think that word means what you think it means. I think I always knew it was from Princess Bride, but I don't remember it being from there. Oh, I think we make that joke in every other episode. That's fantastic. Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah. What was another one? The one where uh, where where the the I can't remember his name the the really smart guy except for he's not really smart is go to, um, trying to go oh well you put the poison in that class but actually you put it in my class. oh yeah and then <laughs> I've heard people make arguments like that oh yeah and so now I kind of get the yeah. whole, oh okay it was a giant do you joke get, do you get the Inigo Montoya hello my name is Inigo Montoya I always got that better. one I've always got that one yeah, yeah but doesn't make, always, it makes a little more sense now I would think. I always yeah. knew that was from so Prince well yeah. I'm going to tell you something about Princess Pride that's going to make you feel a whole lot. You're going to be like emotionally touched by that movie. So Mandy Patankin, when he was playing Inigo Montoya, to create an emotional attachment to the role, his father had just died. Oh, shit. So hmm, when wow. he's saying, when he's, when he's declaring that my, uh, my name is Inigo Montoya, prepare to die, he's talking to cancer. Yeah. And oh, okay. When he says, what? I want your, my father back, you son of a bitch, it's emotional. It's really him saying he wants his dad back. He's Yeah, he's yelling at the guy as if he's cancer, and he's telling cancer he wants his dad back. Yeah. I, oh, That's my gosh. That's why that scene is so good. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've never heard that. There's yeah. a big documentary on it they did not too yeah. long ago. And he, he explains my it. wife about that. I yeah, he, my wife about that. Well, he explained it in the interview in the documentary. When he said that, I was like, fuck, that scene is so much more power now. Okay, so now I'm going to say the thing that was originally going to be my nerdy thing. 
Okay. I, I finally got my my first 40k game in in years. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> super excitement right there. <laughs> come across as big deal when you when you ju- when you just watched Princess Bride for the first time. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> tell, but point. also tell them you point. know who the guy was, what he just got done doing before you guys fought. Oh well, that day they had a tournament, so I didn't get to play against someone's like fun little. Oh, this is just my everyday fun little list. I got to play against this guy's like, this is my tournament ready, meant to like be super cheesy kick ass list. So my first game back after years of not playing is the is the this is meant to win tournaments and win me prize money kind of list. Yeah. Did you win? We we ended up having to call it early because he had to leave, so we called it at a tie. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, you're you're telling me about that, and I'm like. Dude, the way he was describing it, though, I think Anthony was about to wipe the floor with this dude. Really? No, I wouldn't have wiped the floor. It would have come really close because he was playing Eldar and Eldar are fucking cheese balls. Fucking hell. But I was playing Death Guard, who are very they're nearly impossible to kill. Like, I think in like four turns of him just shooting at my guys nonstop, he killed like six people. Like it was it it was going to be a really close game no matter what. So. I think I have a pretty strong competitive army now, myself, actually. Eldar are the elves, right? Space elves. Actually, they changed names. They changed their name. They're now called the Eldari. Okay. And, and, the, and, their the, name. and the Death Guard? What? <laughs> Eldari? Who are they hiding from? Yeah. The Death Guard? Th- those are those Nergoli plague marines. With, with oh, okay. The, okay. Like, nasty shit. Ah, okay. So, yeah. That, but that's my nerdy thing. I watched The Princess Bride. Finally. I'm proud of you. Now Only 89,000 more movies to go. Yeah, there's a lot of movies I still gotta watch. Tombstone being on the top of that list, shut up. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Uh, no. not interested in westerns, Michael. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, son of a... I watch everything else. You guys could do one movie. But it's fine. <laughs> it's cool. No, it's fine. I see where I'm on this toe. I've seen Tombstone. I saw it in the theater. Oh, I love you. Thank you. I love you, too. <laughs> see, he's a good friend, you two. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, best friends. Saw the Since our last you. episode he was on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm done. Odin's done. What about Mike? I'll go because Brian is through a hissy about going last. So my nerdy thing is uh, the last is actually happened to me last night. I can't say I can't explain it too much because you know they make you sign things for the thing I did. But I went to go see <laughs> a live recording of whose line is it anyway. Oh, yeah. And they, they it's not like, oh, here's a couple games. Here's the here's the exit. Thanks for coming out, everybody. No, it's like four hours of like, here's the game. Here's the game. Here's the game. Here's the game. We're going to do ins and outs. Here's the game. Here's the game. Here's the game. Special guest. Another special guest. And then, and then at the end, it's just like a bunch of like retakes for intros and outros and going into commercials and stuff. So you're just like, my hands are numb. I've been clapping for two hours straight. <laughs> but and yeah, they don't let you go to the bathroom at all ever like the moment they take you to the bathroom right before you go into recording they're like yeah nobody gets to go up and go pee so like go now force it if you have to and but it was amazing fun um i have to thank one of our former guests uh jeffrey ashley he actually was the one that gave me my tickets to go he actually put us on an invited guest list and we were right up front like you can you'll be able to see us when you watch the show when they do audience sweeps because we still were like where we sat, we were two rows in front of where Aisha Tyler stands in the audience to say, you know, you know, we're going to play the game. Come on down. And she runs down. We're right there. And I am unmissable. But that's all you can talk about. 
There, there's one other thing that happened. I don't really know if I can like mention it or if, so. Don't so, so that's don't why I even, don't even risk it. Yeah. We'll we'll so talk I about will. it when the episode's on. Yeah, when yeah. I will I will oh when it, it airs I will definitely mention it because what the thing that that I want to talk about is kind of really awesome. <laughs> but yeah, when the episode airs, you I will be like <laughs> nerdy thing part two. But that that's that's my thing. I I because I'm a massive Ryan Styles fan and like I was emailing Jeff last night a lot like thank you so much I had the greatest time ever you're amazing you're awesome you're wonderful <laughs> and he texts oh. back like welcome <laughs> <laughs> so all right that's my nerdy thing Brian what's nerdy with you oh out of time well <laughs> <laughs> it's true we are we always run late right. you know I could talk about going to Strategicon and playing games and playing D&D 5th edition for the first time but I'll talk about that a little bit more at the end because I mean those things were nerdy but this sort of outclasses that quite a bit oh what happened the nerdiest thing I did this week is conspire with Anthony's wife to get him to watch The Princess Bride. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that's, that's why it had to be my because my <laughs> Brian was like, was like telling my wife, hey, hey, tell me it has to be this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in cahoots. Oh, I wasn't trying. I wasn't. I was I was um, being covert, but I was being covert overtly. I was like, just. Just tell him he has to make it his nerdy thing. I don't care if he figures out that I'm making you do it. <laughs> it's so overt, it's covert. So I knew one of you two was up to it, but I thought it was Michael at first. And then when she said, oh, it has to be your nerdy thing this week, I was like, oh, it's Brian. <laughs> yeah, <that was laughs> Instantly, gonna, I knew it was Brian. <laughs> I was also going to say, you know what? It, the only way you could tell it was me is if, is if she's like, you have to watch Tombstone today. <laughs> she wouldn't make him do that. No, she wouldn't. Exactly. She doesn't want to watch Tombstone. I never would make her watch Tombstone. You have to. I, I have a feeling one of these good. days I'm going to get blacked bag by several of my friends and they're going to make me watch that movie. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's going to be me trying to strong arm the both of you and you're going to wake up both tied to a chair in my living room going like, oh, God, no, I know what's happening. <laughs> I have way worse movies to force you to watch. You're no, not my only friend. Who wants me to watch that movie? They're, they're, I, I have obsessive friends that are like, why haven't you seen it yet? Daniel. Yeah, Daniel, Sandro. Yeah, my my. Oh, little... then I don't need. I, I don't. Then I don't have to do this alone. This is going to be awesome. Hopefully, like one of them can actually help me carry you. But uh, time to vote, guys. So, uh, Odin, who do you vote for? Guess it gets it's... hard sometimes. It does. Yeah, it's <laughs> a tough one. Remember, you can vote for yourself, but you're a terrible person. Remember, well, you're voting. I'm always a terrible person. Uh, <laughs> voting for who has the most nerdy thing, not necessarily who has the most interesting thing. Yeah, fair enough. Says the guy who blackmailed somebody into watching Princess Bride. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I'll go for the blackmail. Why not? That's not terribly nerdy, but at least conspiring to, uh, to get someone to watch something you, you guys have wanted to watch all along. Yeah, sure. That's a team. That's a team effort more than. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I think it was nerdy because I could have just been like, watch the show, watch the show, watch the show. But I, I went through my I went through my channels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. She was already. It, by the way, she was already like in the works of trying to force him to watch it. I didn't really have to do anything. It wasn't me. I mean, she's been trying to get him to watch this movie for a while. Yeah, for like months. She was like, hey, it's on Netflix. We should watch this sometime. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, hey, we should watch this sometime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just kind of pushed it. So I'm going to vote for, um, hmm. I'm, I'm having a little trouble voting for myself here. Um, I'm going to. I'm having for... trouble voting for myself. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to vote Dude. for 
Anthony because he watched The Princess Bride, and I was directly part of getting him to. So I have to vote for Anthony because that's the most nerdy thing this week. All right, Anthony. Yes? Who do you vote for? I vote for myself because... Fuck Brian. He tricked me. And <laughs> you're a terrible person. He tricked me. I deserve this. <laughs> I need to feel good about myself. I'm voting for me. Okay, so let's see here. There's one vote for Brian and one vote for Anthony. So... <laughs> nope, Odin's my best friend. I vote for Odin. <laughs> Who made it a tie? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, uh, it's a tie. I'm down. Okay, so who's the okay? So who's the vice president in this thing? No, we make it the tie. It's yeah. it's okay. I mean, That's fun. This is our first three way tie. I mean, you you just went to see who's lining it anyway. You should be familiar with the concept of the points don't matter. Exactly. Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 Well, what was that was that? twenty minutes. What's nerdy with you? Thanks for coming on, Odin. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I'll see you guys next time. Have a good one. Well, we'll see yeah. you next time. Bye bye. No. Bye. <laughs> But no, today's what? topic is all about your return to the grace and the highness of the halls of Valhalla and, and sitting upon the throne of the world tree, which is Asgard. No, not Does really. We're just Asgard is Nerd Podcast Radio? Yeah. Because he came awesome. back. So, wow. Yeah. We, you, wow, you are full of yourself. <laughs> no, I, I'm on Midgard. I'm just projecting up. So Either that or you could just say that this place is dead, one or the other. That's <laughs> guard the place where all the dead people come to listen. But yeah, this is the return of Odin, which I'm really excited. We're here to see what you've been up to, what your what your hopes and dreams were. No, I'm kidding. We're not going that deep. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. You know what? Yeah, no, we are. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> I want to know. Let's let's hear what makes you tick. So sit on the couch and tell me about yourself. How was your childhood? <laughs> Long. <laughs> and, and why is that? Or do, or do you feel like you're still there? Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm making I toys, making videos of toys, and putting them on the internet and expecting other people to watch it. It's, it's totally a look what I did all the time. I totally <laughs> did. That's good. That's good. Um, so I hear you have a, a, a recent project that you're going to bring out, and we, we, li- we like these recent projects of yours. Uh, yes, I am. I am currently in the uh, editing and you call it post-production process of making my new DIY prop shop video. And that'll be coming out, I believe, the 1st of March. And it is going to be the Neuralizer from the first Men in Black. Which I am so excited for. Love Men in Black. I love your builds. And the Neuralizer is something I really wish I could have had on high school teachers. Oh, yeah. No, I forget <laughs> my homework. You just lost it. <laughs> no, actually, I turned my homework in on time. It's fine. He gave me a high grade. <laughs> we were actually going to get to see the Neuralizer video, but unfortunately, Odin was more interested in watching Man in the High Castle than getting it ready for us. <laughs> or playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I really should I, be finishing that video for that, guys. Oh, Hound Hour. Oh, Hound Hour. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Actually, I did not watch Man in the High Castle uh, much of the last couple of days. I did a week ago, but uh, it's been more Hound Hour. Yeah. It's been more hound hour. <laughs> hey, honesty is very honesty is very cool. I have something to tell you guys about Men in Black. Ah, oh, crap! I know this answer already. I've totally seen it. Come on! Oh my god! Oh, wow. then I by surprise. Oh, whoo! Oh, no. Okay, that that actually makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. The Neuralizer is such a cool thing. Yeah, it is. Wait, what? B. So. Let's, I'm going to try to guess. Okay. 
So you started with some kind of tube, right? Oh, yeah, because it so is a tube. Is okay. it like a flashlight at first? Uh, yes, the main, the main lights are coming from flashlights. And uh, I wanted to use a disposable camera flash, but um, I didn't want to. I'm not skilled enough to completely rewire the, the PCV board that goes into a disposable camera in order to make it fit as well as the amount of energy that's stored up in the capacitor can actually seriously injure your finger if you do, do something wrong. So I thought it'd be better to not and just go with the safety LEDs. Yeah, yeah, that'd probably be a good idea because the last thing I need to know is guys can't come on the episode. Why? Ah, I'm missing a finger or two. Yeah, yes. Odin of the Nine Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I said he gave up a finger to gain all the knowledge of the world instead of an eye. <laughs> in the yeah. age of the internet, that makes sense, yes. <laughs> Well, yeah. Plus, you'll still have depth perception. That that helps when you're using a router. So, <laughs> I, uh, yes, I, I was I was trying to think. There's got to be some kind of flash technology that's not dangerous that exists nowadays. But is would it just be really expensive? Not necessarily, because um, the flash most of the flashes on cell phones should still be a super bright LED. Those usually flash brighter than what I ended up using. But I uh, I was trying to go budget and easy, so I just got a little. Um, there's these $1 flashlights or headband flashlights you can get at Walmart. And I picked one of those up and, and used the LEDs out of that. Oh, those things are actually pretty bright. You yeah. couldn't like hack a cat. You couldn't like hack a, a hot shoe flash because one, that would be way too expensive. And two, it would take too much battery. Probably. Yeah. So, and then, uh, size was a problem because yeah, I started with the tube. What I actually found was a travel toothbrush set. Uh, I think it was Japanese, uh, on Amazon and it's pretty much the right shape already. It's, it's a silver tube. It has a, a chrome dial at the top because the toothpaste actually goes inside of this thing. So you pull the cap off to expose the travel toothbrush, turn the dial on the bottom to make the toothbrush comes out. It kind of looks like the, the bathroom buddy in a way from gremlins. And uh, I cut that up to remake it into the neuralizer. And the only thing that would fit inside of it is actually the uh, toilet roll holder out of the bathroom, which is also chrome. So I made, you know, the electronics had to fit inside of a tube that was roughly the size of like my finger. It was about three quarters of an inch in diameter. So, so it's actually kind of small. And realizing how small that is, it makes that technology even more impressive. I can wait. I can wipe your short term memory with a one little flash out of a thing that's no bigger than my finger. <laughs> yep. Do you know anything about the original prop? Do you ever factor that into your design? I try to. Yes, a little. Um, I don't know a whole lot other than uh, obviously it was uh, you know, machined. It was made for the show. The main thing I remember reading was that the director was upset that in the original movie, they didn't have a neuralizer that could both pop up and flash. So there's never a shot where it does both actions at the same time. Oh, and oh whoa. That became interesting with me trying to make that happen with something that was actually smaller and cheesier. <laughs> well, <laughs> I you're get smarter. It. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> How did you make it pop up? I used the spring of the toilet roll. That's oh, wow. Yeah. That's what I thought. Because the, the, um, the one that I, I, I bought a couple different ones, and the one that I found from Walmart actually fit inside of the cap perfectly. And so then uh, I had to use a spring from a different one because the Walmart one was too strong. And uh, it just made a pop up uh, that way. So it just I would compress it and then I put a piece of elastic band inside. So it just pops up enough and it makes it stop. And then all the electronics is in the part that moves. Oh, nice. See, they should have hired you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, yeah. The director would have got one that popped up and flashed and flashed. And we'd probably be talking to somebody a lot more famous right now. That'd be nice. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> but yeah. but I, I say that, but in all reality, 
fame doesn't matter to me. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. So, but, uh, you know, since you were last on, you actually started your, you actually went live with the channel you told us you were making, uh, Odin Makes. Yes. And you got a few videos up there now. I've watched them. You, they're actually really fun builds. Uh, and it actually makes me want to start building props from scratch myself if I had just the right amount of time left in my life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a, wor- a working time twister would be awesome. Or time turner, excuse me, would be awesome. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was at Harry Potter land a while back and I was I had a time turner. I was like, come on. I have so many hobbies. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, Yes, you have a few videos up there now. I I believe. Do you have another one after the Samus gun? Yeah, I just put another one up this last Wednesday. Yeah, I have to. I'll have to watch that one because I've watched the turtle. The turtle. The turtle shell is really fun and insanely easy too. I I loved your use of the carving knife. Thank you. I've been doing that that for years. (laughs) Yeah, the Samus gun was really good though. I I very much enjoyed that one. Thank you. I yeah. I, I appreciate it. The something I'm really looking at doing with the Samus gun. I haven't really said this anywhere yet. I am looking at joining a makerspace up here in Northern California, the one in Rockland, uh, so I can use the laser printer to actually cut out foam shapes and basically make a Samus gun kit that I could then potentially sell. That'd be cool. So it'd be, oh, that uh, would be cool. your own, yeah, your own craft thing. You would have a, a pre-cut wooden base with all the pre-cut, pre-colored foam pieces that you could just glue on and, and make your own Samus gun. That's a you know. Anybody would actually be interested in such a thing. You um, heard it here first, folks, on Nerd yeah, Podcast right. Radio. And we um, got the scoop. <laughs> you potentially have your first customer out of me. Just let me know if everything goes well and this happens. And I'll be like, take my money. Take my money. Sweet. <laughs> Michael, you have to be accurate with the cosplay and wear the red bikini underneath. I'm in. All right. <laughs> Dude, you know me. I will do this. <laughs> At the end of the convention, you have to take the costume off and just have the red bikini like the end of the video game. Oh, yeah. I will do. Th- oh, my gosh. I will do that. Like, we'll do, do the whole thing in the suit and the very end, just like drip everything else off him in the bikini holding the gun. So this is a little <laughs> off. This is this is a little tangent. But the original Metroid video game wasn't the I'm, am I remembering it wrong? Wasn't the bikini purple? The uh, I thought it was red. I remember it being red. I don't remember the bikini. I just uh, I know the guns from the zero suit where she's wearing the the body the suit, blue, the blue yeah. body suit. I remember that very well. But I remember her being in a bikini, too. I remember the original Metroid from the NAS. Right. Yeah, so am I. And I remember her being in a bikini. But at the same time, she also does. There's it, the the zero suit is very famous, too. It was red. I just remember it being purple. It was red. So it's kind of like yeah, a it was red, reddish, reddish, purplish, pinkish. It's like a I'm looking at it right now. It's like a red pinky thingy so but yes it's it's the mandela effect (laughs) look look, either way i'm gonna be in a bikini at the end of a con at some point in my future nice i've done rocky horror picture show for years being in your underwear in front of a bunch of people is a lot of fun whatever you do don't type in samus bikini on youtube that i i typed in (laughs) samus i mean on google and in Google, and I'm like, oh, wow, there's a lot of hentai going on now. <laughs> ah, hmm. You know, I have not done that. <laughs> and I, I have and I almost finished typing Samus in a bikini. Thank you, guys. I didn't know that um, the Metroids and Samus were sexually compatible, but I know now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, ha- I, I, I haven't watched that video um, 
Odin, how'd you go about making the Samus gun? I found a good side uh, plan of the gun on the internet, and then I just used that as a template. I uh, blew it up on my printer so it fit roughly to the size of, uh, not my hand, but the, the person that we wanted to, to play the part in the original Smosh video. And so I cut out a profile of the gun in, in half-inch plywood, and then layered on top of that uh, the, the craft foam, the EVA foam. So I wrapped a thin layer around the wood so you couldn't see it anymore, then layered up some half-inch, uh, excuse me, quarter-inch foam, and then some more of the thin foam to make the, the final panel lines on top of it, then painted it with craft paint. Um, and since it was EVA foam, I was able to actually sand it and round off the top. Because the original one that I had made for Smosh was all done out of uh, plywood, you know, plywood and um, like door skin and stuff, so I didn't sand anything. And also I tried to do it a lot quicker because I had to get it done for, for shooting in one day along with other okay. things. And it, does the plywood have to do with durability because they're using it in a scene? For for them, it was uh, for the original Smosh one. The plywood was, yeah, durability and just ease of materials and what I had to quickly work with in you know a partial day. For my prop, I did it uh, to, to make sure that it wouldn't um, wouldn't wiggle. That it actually be stiff. We haven't really talked about this before. What's the difference between making a prop for like a production and making a prop for like cosplay or a collection? The big one is the scrutiny level. That if you're going to make a prop for a cosplay or a collection, you want like a the best way to put it, a museum quality piece. You want a prop that uh, can hold up to someone holding it in their hand, looking at it for as long as they want from any angle, and it to meet their expectations. Uh, at least that's the ideal. You know, um, if you want to do it on a, on a budget or prop, then you get a lot of leeway. Uh, if you're doing it for, for production, for something you're actually going to put on screen, it's going to be seen for two seconds, three seconds before it cuts away and comes back to maybe a different prop. You can put a real turd on the screen and it'll look great. This is the best <laughs> way to put it. <laughs> you, have, you have a lot of, of give. And so, uh, I've seen this in life with um, an old boss used to collect movie props. And he had a couple different ones. I can't think of, the, of a specific that was like, oh, my gosh, that passed. But you know, some things look fantastic, like the control panels from Star Trek The Next Generation. And other ones are just, what? <laughs> That's a prop? You paid for that? <laughs> well, have you ever seen the old Batman costumes? Uh, literally, the symbol's just painted on his chest. And if you get close enough, you can see the cracks in the paint. <laughs> That's awesome. And like the Riddler's jacket from the original show, they literally somebody had to take a stencil of a question mark and spray paint it onto a green suit. Okay. And, like, <laughs> and they're all like fading. And like when you get really close, they're all fading out. I'm like, okay. whoa, TV quality sucked. <laughs> Screen, then, uh, not the costume. Right. Uh, yeah. um, there's not much different, actually. I know the, the costume department for um, Smosh. They're. Their Felicia's are doing the same thing constantly, just spray painting. I mean, they'll take a, a blazer and literally spray paint it to get it to be the color they need it to be for the shot, for the joke. So that's really nice. hasn't changed. That makes sense. What was the new video you did? The new Odin makes video. I tried something different. I actually uh, made a Lego set. I took uh, the uh, Wheatley from Portal 2 from the video game Lego Dimensions because mm. they didn't actually make a Lego kit for Wheatley. And... With the way the pieces line up in the game, uh, a lot of the ones I've seen online that people do, they'll just take the bracket piece, uh, one of the Lego bracket pieces, which the there's a drawer rail piece they use on Wheatley in order to give him kind of his spherical shape. And if you use the brackets, the door rails don't line up right. So I figured out a way of um, putting it together so all the door rail pieces can touch and you can still make the, the proper Wheatley. 
And of course, nice. I did. Really yeah, thanks. And then I, I, I made uh, custom stickers and had them printed on vinyl so it actually looked like Wheatley from the game. Otherwise, it's just okay. this white sphere. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and that video is doing really well yeah, for, for my channel. Which well, it, everybody likes Lego Dimensions. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna need to do some more Lego Dimensions. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that one. I need to get that's on my list now for immediate watches because so far you know even just even though you have a few just a few videos up on your channel. It's I'm really enjoying it. Cool. Uh, thank you. Uh, the next one I'm planning on doing for March, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.5 or 2.8 or which whichever it's one of the new remasters is coming out. So I want to do uh, Keyblades. Ooh. Keyblades. Ooh, yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah. That, that that's something that so, a lot of pvc probably for the main body of that oh yeah yeah a lot of pvc well yeah one piece of pvc <laughs> the, <laughs> so, the two odin, the rest of it's gonna be a lot of a lot of eva and whatever that's your bread and butter right so, there so odin <laughs> you're talking about future builds now so what what are some of the other builds that you want to like do in the future like is there any one particular dream build that you're like oh my god if i could just get the time and the resources to do this one great thing i would love to do it one of the things that'd be awesome to do that would could be potentially be practical and and be fun i'd love to make canada's bike from akira i don't think i'm going to be building that anytime soon (laughs) holy shit that would be amazing yeah wouldn't it (laughs) guys i bought a motorcycle and i kit bashed it i kit bashed (laughs) it shit out of it and i lowered the center of gravity so much that i can't keep it upright uh <laughs> would you just like literally kit bash an actual motorcycle or what the hell would you do pretty much yeah i, I would end up just kit bashing an actual motorcycle i would think back a lot to what my dad would do you need a welder oh i need a welder yes i do i need a welder <laughs> you know a guy i do know a guy and i would need a lot like, of styrofoam and i need uh to pull fiberglass molds and i would have and then uh either thermal form a windshield or uh just get one of those recumbent bicycle guys to uh make one of their windshields and yeah it the list goes on on that and i imagine that's going to remain a, a dream job i don't expect to do that <laughs> one day one day he comes to you and they're like budget doesn't matter we'll give it's you a, as much as you need just build <laughs> the akira motorcycle and you're just like oh screw okay. you guys <laughs> You just turn this dream to a nightmare. Well, (laughs) you know what we do is if Nerd Podcast Radio ever does a Kickstarter, that'll be one of the stretch goals. Oh, okay. (laughs) Odin builds the Akira motorcycle. Odin builds a motorcycle. Sponsored by Nerd Podcast. (laughs) And the whole time he's building it, he just looks at the camera periodically and is like, fuck you guys. That's the the (laughs) $500,000 stretch goal where the the actual funding goal is $20,000, and that's the only stretch goal. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I want to see this. Fund us. All right, <laughs> that'll commit to. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you have any other future builds though besides um, keyblades or? And I like you set up for like DIY if you're able to say anything or own makes. I haven't pitched it to uh, my producer for DIY yet, but I finally believe I figured out how I'd go about making a portal gun, which has been probably the number two requested prop after lightsaber. Didn't one of you other guys already do the lightsaber? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say her name wrong. Hondo did the uh, did the lightsaber. She did a great yeah. job, which is which is good. Um, I was actually asked by a different production company not to do the lightsaber because I worked for a friend of mine doing his show Beyond Geek. Yeah, and we're gonna do a lightsaber build for his web channel for Beyond Geek that'll probably be coming out in a couple of months. Or actually make it out of aluminum and do it in the way the the combat saber guys do it. So I made a, a combat-worthy lightsaber 
will actually be on display at PBS uh, this Friday doing their, their nerd thing here in Sacramento anyway. Sorry. <laughs> the Sacramento PBS stations, not PBS national, but KVIE. Um, the local stations post <clears throat> videos to their Facebook pages sometimes. They do sometimes. Fair warning. If I ever find a reason to go up to Sacramento, I am finding where you live. Just be <laughs> scared. That's that's weird. That's right. weird. <laughs> hey, no, we're well, friends. Right. Heard, probably wouldn't have, be that hard. <laughs> driving up and down streets. Odin! 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 <laughs> I'm just looking out the window. I think he knows you. No, he doesn't. Close the <laughs> I have a flash to the future where this episode is used as evidence. <laughs> yeah. And, and we're, Abbott, and we're visiting Michael through through bars. <laughs> Prosecution calls uh, Odin Abbott. Mr. Abbott, please tell us in your own words what happened on the event. He was at my door. At my door. He was just there and he wouldn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing nothing but a neuralizer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he kept and he kept hitting the button for the led saying we're best friends we're best friends <laughs> when i said what are you doing he hit me with it repeatedly <laughs> we're best oh and he was in a bikini <laughs> he was in a red bikini <laughs> oh my gosh this joke's gone too far oh it, <laughs> i won't it, do that it's, i promise it's only gotten too far because Anthony didn't take it too far. Anthony, you're willing to take pretty much any joke to the nth level, but if someone else does it, it's too much for you. He starts if anybody else is doing it, he's cringing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I I got I got some questions for you, Odin. Um, so you're our first YouTuber on our show, and oh. I'm always curious about the logistics of being a YouTuber. So let me tell you from my perspective, like. I assume you're part of some greater network. I know you're part of the Ami channel, but how does that work? What is it like to be a content creator as part of something else? Like how, what, what is the logistics of your position as a YouTuber? The, the logistics of me being part of the larger network, I probably have a nearly ideal situation. I'm a contractor. Uh, so basically I get an idea approved. And then I go and shoot my own video, I edit my own video, and I submit it to them. And they've pretty much never made changes other than spelling errors. I, I think it's great. On occasion, I get asked to do a project out of the, what, 12 that I've done now. There's only been like two that they've specifically asked for. Ami's parent company, Defy Media, they're the same company that owns Smosh. And I was working for them actually as an employee for a while. That was just a large production. It was 25 people, 30 people put uh, together for 12 hours or so, uh, three or four days in a row, trying to get a number of episodes done so they could keep ahead of their weekly release schedules. And that was that was hectic and that was a lot of fun. And that was a great experience. And because of that is why I got uh, got in with Ami and uh, DIY Prop Shop. So I'm not sure if that's really answering it, but it was one of them was a full production as big as any other production I've been on for doing a, a movie or TV. Uh, and then for the YouTube channel with DIY Prop Shop, it's pretty much me and the cameraman. And that's it. And then you, the same thing with uh, Odin Makes. Oh, that's cool. So you're, you're basically just submitting all your work remotely. Do you have face to face with people or is it just I actually had, have not had face to face with anybody. Outside of the people that I've seen in Sacramento. Oh, wow. My, my producer, Michael, I've never met him. Now, there's a possibility oh. I'll get to this summer, but uh, I haven't face to face with any of them. They're wow, all in uh, Southern California. We live in the future. Yeah. 
Yeah. You said Smosh was owned by a, by a parent company. I thought there was just those two guys. Uh, well, the two guys created it. And then early on, they um, paired up with someone else who helped get them organized and get them going. I'm, I kind of know the history. I'm, I'm afraid of saying something inappropriate. Um, well, not inappropriate. Inaccurate is a better way to put it. There's nothing really inappropriate to say. But they, uh, there, was a, there was a Hollywood producer who saw their show, saw their potential, and uh, basically gave them a call and said, hey, this is who I am. Look me up on Google. If you guys want to make money, call me back. And I believe that was the, the beginning of it. And that was just after their video for uh, the Pokemon rap had gone viral. You know, this is early YouTube, if not just before YouTube. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Really so need to see shareyourworld.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's really awesome to actually see behind uh, the scenes of everything and know a little bit more about how things work out. So, well, yeah, it and it's a lot uh, like TV. It does. And I think it was a, what didn't Spielberg say that making a movie or making TV is a lot like uh, building a railroad track while it's barreling down at you? While the train's coming. That makes sense. Pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's actually really neat. <laughs> <laughs> so we have gone deep into the world of your content creation and your physical creations. Can okay. we dig a little bit into what Odin makes Odin? Because I got a specific question about something you like, because you've been talking about it in our pre-interviews, and I wanted to bring it up. Oh, uh, yeah, you can. Yes. What makes um, Odin? A lot of water, about 92%. <laughs> you watch you watch Man in the High Castle. And this is a show I've seen oh. a little bit of. I don't know if Michael and Anthony have seen it. Nope. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, tell us about, about that. That's a good show. I think it's a great show. Yes. Um, I actually read the book. It was a short story or, or novella uh, written by Philip K. Dick back in the 60s. And the idea is, what would America be like if uh, Germany and uh, Japan had won World War II? So uh, the the history twist is that Japan, uh, excuse me, Germany managed to bomb Washington D.C. and caused America to surrender, and so Germany runs America up to the Rocky Mountains, and uh, Japan runs the the West Coast right up to about the Rocky Mountains. So you have this little strip of free America, no man's land, in between the two of them. Really neat, I think. Uh, just. So, so the series takes place in, I think, the mid-60s. The book took place in the late 60s, if I remember right. I think the design of the show is great because they do a good job at trying to keep with what things would look like uh, 20 years after World War II without all the uh, uh, technological advancements that they did have, as well as how would each of the repressed American societies function. And they do a lot of um, cultural ideas and, and um, what would you call it? Not cultural, but it's um, social ideas of, of interactions between the Americans and the Japanese and living under empirical Japanese. Uh, I think I'm saying that right. The emperor, who is still a, a big part of it. In fact, the imperial, the yeah. imperial. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got uh, all the uh, the Reich is in charge of uh, the East Coast. But you spend most of your time in San Francisco because that's where Philip K. Dick was. And there's some interesting sci-fi twists in the show that you can't really talk about without ruining the show. But it gets twi it gets sci-fi. It does it doesn't just stay as an alternate history piece. Correct. It doesn't, and that's and that's a big part of the book. And I, I actually haven't got there yet. With a I'm I'm a latecomer to the show. Uh, I've only just finished episode eight of the first season, but I'm looking forward to it happening. You're I've only seen episode one. Oh, okay. 
I, I haven't seen any of it, but I've been wanting to see to see it because the alternate history, and then like I know there's a sci-fi twist to it, so I've been wanting to watch it, and it looks very very neat. Do you guys have Amazon list. Video? Uh, yes, I do. Is it yes, Amazon I do. Video? Well, yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime or, the yeah. the Prime Stream. Mm, no, the Prime I Stream. So I guess I can't watch it. Yeah, you're screwed. Legally, speaking, at least. Speaking exactly. of things we watched, and I haven't brought it up yet, I saw Justice League Dark. Oh, oh um, you mentioned that to me a few days ago, actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. You said it was great. It was really good. So, I, yeah, that's I still need to watch that because you, you were after you described it. I was like, man, that's on my list. So I want to see that. And then uh, do you watch any interesting uh, movies or anything besides uh, Man in the High Castle? Odin? Um, I finally went out and saw Arrival because it was back in the theaters due to its Oscar nomination. And oh, I love good. that movie. Oh, it's great. I heard it was, oh, I heard it was a good yeah. movie. At, it at, is? This point, I, yeah. at this point, I both bought the movie and have the soundtrack. Oh, nice. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. seriously. Yeah, because I, yeah, I thought the previews for it, it looked very interesting. Does it have like a real hard twist to it or is it like pretty straightforward on what it is without divulging? <sighs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's a good answer. Because if that's he a, says there's a, a twist, answer. then you know there's going to be a twist. So. Great podcast content, everyone. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it's a great movie. And if you want to sit down and watch it, give it your attention. Don't don't expect to turn it on and have it in the background while you check Facebook. That is a that is a hold your attention movie. Yeah, that that that's a it should hold your attention. And if it isn't holding your attention, then obviously it isn't doing its job. But there are things that happen that come back in play and you don't want to uh, miss out on them. Subtle, like subtle nuance kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. OK. You need so, to pay attention. OK. Kind I, got you. I, I think, well, it improves if you pay attention. I'm uh, there. They do a good job of explaining themselves, but still, it's good if you're paying attention. That's good. Uh, I actually got to see that movie Sing finally with, with the animal singing contest. Yeah. That, that movie's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I really enjoyed it. I had a bad experience with that movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we decided to bring our son and because he did so because he did so well with Moana that we were like, oh, he should be fine with this movie. So he was fine until like literally the last 15 minutes. And he's just decided I'm done. I don't. I don't want to be sitting in my car seat anymore. I don't want to be in this movie anymore. It just starts going screaming, crying. Well, I want out. I don't want to be held. Yeah. So I had to leave uh, him. So I had to leave with him to the car. Oh, so you missed when the meteor hit the the city and killed everybody. Yeah, I missed the whole last fifteen minutes. Can't got to see it. Got to see the ending, but I missed the entire ending. <laughs> the meteor killing everybody. <laughs> Sing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same ending as Deep Impact. <laughs> yep. <laughs> with, 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 um, oh God, was it Anne Hesh and, and yeah. her father hugging on the beach while on the, the beach. while the tide while goes the... way out to the continental shelf? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it cut to the live action ending of Deep Impact at the end of the animated film. Yeah, think of it that way, but except it was the, the elephant girl and the koala. Like she'd picked him up and hugged him in the remnants of the theater and just boom. Boom. <laughs> oh my God. I'm okay. There's, now I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of stuff coming out and a bunch of stuff I missed. Like, um, I really want to see rings. I really want to see sing. You'll like I, sing. Sing is very good. I'm a big fan of the ring franchise, Japanese and American. And I, I really want to see that rings movie in theaters. And I don't think I'm going to get a chance to, 
Um, I, I, I'm, well, I'm actually I'm going to pass on rings. I actually want to see Split. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah, I, I might actually get to see it this week. It was yeah, so the movie that I really want to go and see that I haven't had a chance to see yet is uh, the Lego Batman movie. That's on my list too. Uh, a bunch of my friends went and seen it. Uh, my cousin went and seen it. He said it's so good. Do you have kids? That- I do. I, I have two little boys. One's twenty. The other one's twenty-two. And oh, they <laughs> sound like such precocious oh, little scamps. The, the little guy, he's like six three and six four. They're tiny little kids. Oh, <laughs> I just had this God. I just had this picture of you going to the Batman movie with these two huge guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> these are my boys. These are my boys. <laughs> so which Putting one's Balder? Which one's Thor? <laughs> which one's Balder? Yeah, which one's Balder Thor? and Thor. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> If I had if I had to play some, I would say uh, the older one's Balder and the younger one would be would be Thor. Um, fitting, very fitting. Yep. <laughs> and uh, actually, have you, uh, the the Doctor Strange ad with Thor and his roommate, the newest one with the Asgardian oh, coins. I oh, love yeah. those <laughs> so much. Oh man, those 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 little promos are so good. Um, uh, uh, I hope he's in the movie in Ragnarok. <laughs> I, yeah, I really hope Daryl shows up. <laughs> I haven't seen this new trailer yet. It's it's um no. like little promos they've done like they did one for Civil War too. Yeah, I saw the that on the on the on the Blu-ray, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. They're on the Blu-rays, and like the second one, he like he's he's like, oh, I need. I think it was like, he said like grocery money, and he like no, throws down no, the coins. No, no, Michael, this is not the part of the podcast where you tell me the entire <laughs> the entire thing. <laughs> well, thankfully, it's not the you entire say, thing. That's merely the setup. So he hasn't really given away anything. No, it's just the, he's going to give away the entire thing. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, give away will. the entire thing. It's just funny. <laughs> because, because just Thor's would be an amazing roommate to drive you nuts. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd have fun with him. But at the same time, you were like, fuck you. Why do you <laughs> keep breaking that? all my coffee cups? <laughs> <laughs> have, have any of y'all seen the trailer for Get Out? No. Uh, no, is that the one with the with the the girlfriend dating the 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 girl dating the black guy, and they're like, "Oh, this is my oh, boyfriend." Yes. Yeah. It looks so creepy. Yeah, I've I seen don't it understand it's, um, what's going on. Did, Neither do I. Did Jordan Peele write it? I don't know. Yeah, did Jordan Peele directed it. Yeah, okay, I don't he know who wrote it. the screenplay. All right, um, yeah, the, yeah, I've seen I, the trailer for that. Now that you mention it, holy shit. One of the yeah, lines I'm, was like, I would vote for Obama for a third term. And I was like, what is this movie about? <laughs> and then they're like, he's like, man, it's awful white around here. And then they like, they just somehow show, show out another African-American guy. Yeah, it's weird, a weird, man. a weird thing. But yeah, no one's only you and I have seen it. So, yeah, we'll talk about it more when I actually see the movie. Yeah, oh, man, I'm contemplating seeing that. Oh, Yeah. Is- Odin's in this episode. Hi, Odin. Hi. <laughs> oh, it's all hey, good. buddy. Hey, we're talking about movies. It's good. <laughs> Do you have any other ones on your list, Odin? To go see? It's <laughs> back to me. All right. Um, not that I can remember at the moment. That Fifty was, Shades uh, Darker. No. Oh. <laughs> My wife no. wants me to see that, and uh, that was an argument. <laughs> Somehow he ends up going and seeing the movie, and Odin just goes, "Do you smell cucumbers?" <laughs> no, like I'm not. Here. Okay, I'm so not a fan of the Fifty Shades of Grey books. I, I think I yeah. think it uh, it it supports. I think it uh, it basically. I think it supports abusive relationships. So no, it does. It, it, yeah, there's it does. no thinking about it. It does. 
And no, not because of sadist, masochist, like BDSM kind of stuff. You're into that stuff. That's totally cool. The particular relationship and how the Christian Grey guy treats the woman in the thing is very, like, borderline. He's an abusive asshole. Yeah, Yeah. he is. He's a piece of trash, as far as I'm concerned. If you want to see one that's actually good, watch The Secretary. I've seen seen that. that. I've seen that. (laughs) I really (laughs) didn't realize what I was watching until about halfway through because I was like, oh, I like John Spader. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, James Spader's great, James, and Maggie Gyllenhaal. James Spader, why did I say? Yeah, uh, whatever, because he's a John. No, uh, and that, that was like one of the things that was fun with the movie is that you don't know what you're necessarily what you're getting into, and it's like, holy, what the? That's a horse yoke. What? And yeah, it's whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whoa, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, this seems like a good movie. It's got James Spader. I liked him in Stargate, and yeah, man, he's, he's Jarvis. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> Odin, you actually you're actually a member of a club that has something to do with movies, aren't you? Yes, there's a, a group we call ourselves the the Cinephiles, the Sacramento Cinephiles, and we get together on the first Thursday of every month uh, at a Mountain Mike's Pizza, watch a movie, and uh, just talk about movies and have a good time. You 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 generally like riff on the movie while it's playing, right? Generally, yes. Rare, rarely do we not. That sounds what's so the most recent thing you guys watched? We usually watch stuff that relates to what's coming out. So the last one we watched was John Wick. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. on my list, too. I know it was yeah. great, great. That great was movie. it was great. I actually had not seen it before. So even with the little bit of riffing that went on, that movie was a lot of fun to see. Yeah, I'm really I, excited about John Wick, too. I liked John Wick a lot. I liked the whole um, for for lack of a better word, mythology that's established in John Wick. Yes, and the way they establish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I really want to see the second part because I'm I I actually like Keanu Reeves. He's I actually think he's a good actor, and I've seen a lot of I, I love his gambit of characters. I don't think he's just like I was like, whoa. So <laughs> I, I I have a theory about John Wick though. I think the whole thing is based on somebody's role playing game. <laughs> uh, you know, you're probably very right. That'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah, you. That'd be, that'd be really cool. The end of chapter two is literally uh, Bill and Ted sitting in a room like, whoa, dude, that was like an, the, one of our best games. We better get back to band practice, though. <laughs> I heard a little bit more about Bill and Ted three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They they have an actual story and they're trying to get it made. Um, I, I heard him. I heard I don't remember which talk show it was, but it was recently. John um, Keanu Reeves was like. It's gonna happen. We're hoping. Oh, he you know, it's sort it of like yes, Nerdist. it's gonna happen, and we're hoping it's gonna happen at the same time. He, oh. I think it was the Nerdist he mentioned it on. He, I saw some... him on a real t- talk show. I saw him. Oh, yeah, I remember. It was Graham Norton. Ah, oh, okay, oh, okay. yeah, because he talked about it on the Nerdist too, where they're he... saying that they're gonna be in their fifties and they have kids and they have to write the song that saves the world. And they haven't done it yet, and it's a whole lot of pressure. <laughs> oh, my and, gosh. Uh, he said that halfway through the story, the plot changes, and it turns out that if they don't write the song, it's going to destroy the universe. So then it's even more pressure. Uh, <laughs> and no Rufus. In the episode of Graham Norton, Whoopi Goldberg was on, and she goes, I want to play the person from the future who comes back and gives you instructions. And I was like, man, I hope that happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, me too. That would be amazing. That oh. would be very amazing. And then she's just like, I'm Rufus's kid. Yeah, because if, <laughs> yeah, if yeah. anybody could play that kind of character, it would be her. I mean, oh, I yeah. think she could take the mantle yeah, and give it honor. I think that would be cool. 
I'm Ruthie, Rufus's daughter. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd work. Anyway. Rufus Jr. Oh, yeah. It's her, and it's, but it's Rufus Jr. It's a time travel movie. She could be Rufus's mother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. Oh, my gosh. That'd be great. Uh, Odin, we need you to build the phone booth again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Once again, sure thing. <laughs> He's like, I'm on it. It's going to be a Del Rey. That's something what? you did? You actually—he said you made the phone booth. You're making the phone booth again. You've actually made the phone booth. No, we know. We just need him to make it again for the movie. We're going to send it oh, in and be like, hey, oh, look, we saved oh. time. Yeah, well, it's a time travel machine. I made one for you guys for your show before, or you know, in the future, but it didn't work out so well. So I need to build a second one to replace the first one that I haven't built for you yet. I'm actually I, the Michael from the future. The phone booth landed on the past, Michael. Timey wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Don't worry about it. Right. Actually, That's not to talk about it. That's actually interesting to me. Like that makes me think like of things people have suggested to you to make that would be rejected like if i if we if if you were asked to make the phone booth from from bill and ted i'm sure that would be a rejected concept because it's just a phone booth with a thing on top right yeah not necessarily um not not for that reason it might be rejected because it would be outside of the about 50 bucks Buy a phone booth. (laughs) Buy a phone booth, which goes alone probably a bit more at this point. No, but I I could see that happening. Um, Could you you share some rejected ideas? uh, Mostly just ideas that I had suggested that I wanted to do, like the ball from Phantasm. Yeah, figured it was too old or or maybe too obscure. Um, No. (laughs) Yeah, no, but all right. I had another one, man. I just just lost it. Oh, I was going to do – we do a lot of – because it's what's popular, right? But we do a lot of weapons and do a lot of, um, you know, well, weapons. And so I was saying, why not the Beast's Flower from Beauty and the Beast? Because they're coming out the live-action Beauty and the Beast. And that was rejected uh, only because it would be too close to what we what I did for the Golden Snitch. Ultimately be a thing inside of a bell jar, which, you know, he's right. I can't, I can't fault Michael for that. So that one was rejected. I didn't say you, I didn't reject it, though. Excuse me, uh, my producer, Michael, the one who pays me. <laughs> well, the other one who pays me. I was about to be like, Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. I wouldn't reject that shit. I'd just make you mail it to me. <laughs> you probably have uh, to wrestle my wife for it first. <laughs> no, I, I'd probably die. Do you get, that, that's another good question. Do you get to keep everything you make? Uh, so far, yes. Uh, that's not wasn't really clear in the um, well contract. That I had done initially, and it is my impression that I'll be keeping everything that I've done. Yes, which would make sense being a contractor because it's it's a produce a video. You know, here's here's my uh, here's your check, and we're done. Okay, so ah. that that would make sense. I haven't looked at the. Oh wow, we're at an hour and seven minutes. <laughs> Time flies when you're talking to the All Father. There you go. Oh, I I'm really pleased because it's nice to be able to actually have some time to go off on some tangents. And immerse ourselves. So um, do you have anything coming up that you would like to share or anything of yours or somebody else's that you would like to plug? The, uh, the only thing I'd really like to plug that's that's a little ways out, it's coming in, in May, is uh, the Beyond Geek, which I think I plugged last time maybe. That's going to get its uh, North American release on PBS um, uh, the first week in May. And that is was that- – uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. That's Wait. right. That was the the docu reality show that I helped work on that uh, goes around the country and looking at specific things that people do. One of them is called the Kinetic Sculpture Race that happens up in Humboldt County, where it's basically uh, art cars and um, they're they're built out of foam on bicycles, and it's a forty seven mile race on these art cars over three days, over you know uh, hills. Uh, 
roads, the beach. They have to cross a couple of rivers. And um, it's, yeah, it's crazy. And our host actually joined the team, did it with them. (laughs) I take it a lot of them get destroyed. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's there's the Golden Dinosaur Award, the one that make it, made it the least amount of time. <laughs> I, I, I watched that show. That's a good show. I watched that show on Amazon. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I especially liked the part that you were on. I was like, wow, this is this is Odin before before DIY prop shop. This is like this is like really cool because you were you were making the superhero suit. Yes. And uh, actually, I'm still in that same building. Um, that's uh, we, we redid it. That's the set that I'm shooting in now where, where I cast the head that that clunky shack. <laughs> that's, Do you uh, have any appearances or con stuff that's coming up? Not that's scheduled. Uh, there's the possibility that I will be at um, uh, San Diego Comic Con with Ami. Uh, only because I filled out some paperwork with them, but there's absolutely no guarantee on that. Uh, um, so I was wanting to go this year, so you have to be there now. I have to be there now. <laughs> even even if we can't go to the con, maybe we can swing down to San Diego and see if we can do a five minute or ten minute, depending on how much time you can squeeze. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, That'd be beautiful. I mean, if you're, I'm, I, it's Comic Con, so you might be so busy, there's no chance. But if if it happens, it happens. That'd be cool. Yeah. It all depends on how I get down there. If I end up driving down there, I'll yeah, maybe I just go early or leave late. <laughs> it's not really hard for any of us to get down to San Diego. Yeah, you, no. you, we are very proximity to San Diego. <laughs> okay, much well, my more wife so has than me. In San Diego, she would love to go. Oh, nice. Yeah, we, me and my wife have family in La Mesa, which is right next to San Diego. So okay. it's literally like, hey, we're gonna sleep here tonight, but we're gonna be out in town for the rest of the time. <laughs> kind of deal. Pretty much. So, yeah, the, what I would like to plug is just Beyond Geek Season 2. It's eight more episodes. Oh, cool. Pi- I look forward I, to watching that. Pirates and Star Wars and Star Trek and wrestling and kinetic racing and hackathon. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm there. So anybody else got anything coming up they want to share? I do. I do. Oh, I do. Do it. Okay. So I'm going to be sharing a YouTuber that I learned about pretty much today. I was watching uh, one of Jim Sterling's videos, and he shared um something about this particular youtube tuber named sid alpha s-i-d and alpha a-l-p-h-a um long story short this person is was a uh, pretty small up-and-coming youtuber who was doing video game critique stuff and one of the one of the um game creators he was critiquing decided that they didn't like the things he said and so hit him with a dc um DMCM strike? Is that how you say that? Um, uh, DCMA or? A DCMA strike. And I think. Yeah. And so his video got taken down for the next month. And then a bunch of YouTubers like Jim Serling, Total Biscuit, and others kind of came to support this guy because obviously they're all in support of uh, fair use. And uh, yeah. from the looks of it, he was well within his fair use rights to put up this video. And I, I feel it's very important to help get this person's name out and be like, hey, this guy was trying to do a good thing and some assholes are trying to screw him over. So Sid Alpha, check him out. He's got some really Sid cool Alpha. Got some really Sid. cool video game critique videos. Yeah, we uh, for sure. Check him out. So, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Very nice good. job, Anthony. You're using our powers for good. Yes, I always like supporting freedom of speech. So, yeah. Yeah. Which I 
I think it was very wonderful. So Brian, Michael and I have something coming up that we can talk about. You want to talk about that? We're going to Universal on Thursday. No, I, I didn't think I didn't think we were actually gonna like make that a thing. But yeah, we are. We're we're gonna go to Universal on Thursday and it's gonna be super awesome fun. We're not we're not gonna talk about the orgy. We're only gonna talk about going to the park. Yeah. But there's <laughs> like a large go. van with no seats in the back on the way there. <laughs> oh <laughs> I wanna go. <laughs> Which in the van or to the park? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. The only thing I really got to talk about is I went to Strategic Con Conventions or Con for one day yesterday, and it was great. Um, I got a few pictures I'm going to be sharing onto the Facebook page. My phone was dead this morning because I got home in the middle of the night and just crashed without plugging it in. You technically did a one person meet and greet also with a fan. Oh, I did post that. Yeah, you posted that. Because I had someone else take that picture and send it to me on Facebook. So <laughs> <laughs> he, he did a mini meet and greet for the podcast but, um, with one of our, our longtime listeners. So some quick details. I went to I went with Anna Meyer, our cartographer guest who was on our show before. Um, she's a good friend of mine. And we went together. We ended up not playing any Pathfinder. What? No, we didn't. We well, I I've been wanting to try D and D fifth edition for a while, and we only had one slot to play, so we used our slot to play. I had some friends from Colorado, the Sosies, Chris and and um, Bridget. Thank you for meeting me out there. That was awesome, and we got to sit at a table with them, play a little first level fifth edition. My honest opinion is. I really like fifth edition a lot. I could see myself playing it. I could see myself running a campaign. I, I'm saying it's about equal with Pathfinder with how much I like it. I didn't like D and D organized play, the Adventurers Guild. I didn't like it at all. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I will try it again because maybe I was just having an experience with a con experience. Because sometimes when you play slots at con, the GMs are not as prepared and they're busy and there's noise in the room and stuff. Makes sense. Yep. But yeah, the, I, I thought the adventure was super simple and it had a riddle in it. And that biases me because I think riddles in role playing games can be really stupid if they're not done right. Yeah, it, it, it bugs yeah. me. I've seen them done well and bad. You, you know, those shape puzzles where they have cut out shapes and you have to form them into a certain shape. Oh, gosh. It was one of those. And it wasn't it wasn't done in the context of the adventure. It's at the all. riddle of steel. <laughs> It wasn't oh, okay. done in the context of adventure at all. It was just like, here's some shapes, fix them together. And it was and it and it was a fake creature giving us the thing. And it was like, why why are we doing this? This is dumb. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I have a riddle for you adventurers. Uh, make this box. And if you if you <laughs> couldn't figure it out a certain amount of time, you started taking damage until you died. Whoa. That's okay. annoying. That's yeah, I'm sitting there going, "We can't physically figure this out." <laughs> this is not okay <laughs> oh plus it's a fake creature can you even relate to what the shape is supposed to be <laughs> yeah it was oh yeah it 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 the adventure itself compared to a pathfinder adventure was in a pathfinder adventure i usually see some kind of premise where you're going on some kind of adventure you got to talk to people then possibly there's some combat maybe even not then you have a bigger combat at the end. It tends to stay to the same structure. There might be a puzzle in, and I hate those Pathfinder adventures that have puzzles. There's only been a few I've liked. But this particular adventure was combat, 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 riddle, skill challenge. 
Oh, and so none of the so none of the diplomacy fun talky stuff. It really didn't have it. It I was, actually really uh, enjoy role play. And... It was super simplified. The skill challenge did involve role play, but I mean, really, it was just making your checks. Mm, not a ton of role play then. Yeah, not really. Uh, uh, I mean, we had to make a role play check at the beginning, but he didn't even have me make up make a um a role to see if anything happened. So it was just filler yeah. before the skill challenge which was going to happen no matter what yeah that's, that's enough me ranting about that i um but i i did get a little pathfinder thing i got a rat folk boon what's that do and let you play a rat folk in pathfinder society oh er, michael <laughs> yeah i ran into a friend of mine who um gm that weekend and was like you can have mine and i was like you're the greatest person in the world blaze you are awesome Nice. So, make a uh, samurai rat. Oh my gosh! No, 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 no! He has to make an inquisitor rat. I think I have to make a. I think I have to make a monk rat with the Ooh. sensei archetyped. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Oh my gosh! Everybody he, got it. He just walks like around asking turtle. if you've seen his four sons. His name will be his. The Renaissance his, men. His name will be Sliver. <laughs> oh, you should, I was going to say that. <laughs> it's perfect. And he's looking for his four. No, he's looking for his four daughters who are salamanders. And then um, <laughs> I I bought a game. I bought Magicka the card game based on the Steam game. I played oh, the Steam okay. game. Yeah, I have two. I really I've like seen, that game. And I've the card game. The card game has an adapted mechanic where you build elements to create spells. Ooh. The um. And it, it it was it's made by a father son team that managed to get the license from the from the company that makes the games. So I thought that was really cool that it's just That's his dad awesome. and his kid who made this game together. Huh, that, that is, is really cool. awesome. Anthony's typing in the chat, which means we're running out of time. <laughs> well, before we go and we we do the the emails and everything, uh, one thing I actually wanted to ask Odin was, uh, do you actually do any like tabletop like uh, Pathfinder or D anD D or because I know you said you used to do like uh, a little something that was like really pre warhammer yeah yeah i did an early version of warhammer uh, rogue trader and i've done a lot of uh, uh blood bowl anymore i do uh out of the out of the box games uh, i really like dominion i really like agricola um i really enjoy settlers of Catan. uh oh, ticket to ride so th- that's generally what i'm doing anymore that's good um if um if people want to get a hold of you how do they do it odin makes has uh, a website uh not a website excuse me a, a facebook odinmakes.com just takes you to the youtube channel right now so um yeah odin, odin makes on facebook or odin at odinmakes.com uh works if they really need to get a hold of me directly okay yeah. all right cool that's fantastic if people want to get a hold of us they can do that at the nerd podcast radio facebook page you can also reach us by email at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com mike.nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com anthony.com and you can reach us on twitter at super vegan brian at nerdcaster mike at nerdcast radio also please leave a review on wherever you listen to podcasts and um that helps us out a lot because you're all very important to us. You mean so much. You do. That's not sarcasm. That's true. No, it is true. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a regular guest, um, Odin. Um, oh, you're very welcome. Yeah. We're, we'll hope to have you back in a few months. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll I, be back. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. My, my one Odin. hope is yeah. My my <laughs> my one hope is that you actually had a good time on this episode, like you did the first time. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. You. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Totes my so, goats. Yeah, because. I actually really enjoyed 
uh, this episode just as much as the first one. You're, it's fun to have you on here. You you play along like like Brian said. Oh, you cool. going on with like uh, earlier like. When we go on tangents, you go on tangents with us, and I love it. Oh, sweet. Yeah, you bet. Let's go. <laughs> you are our best friend now. <laughs> right on. Now, I do hope I get to go down to San Diego. I I, I really do, too, because actually meeting you face-to-face would be really cool. Yeah, keep us posted. You know, um, we, we like I said, we probably won't be going to the con, but we might do we might do Nerd HQ. Yeah. We'll do the outside stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So... We'll just say, we'll be like, hey, you got a minute? <laughs> I'm working. I'm working. <laughs> I told yeah, you never to follow me here. <laughs> oh, man, I got groupies. <laughs> oh, don't. What do you mean? Plural. <laughs> oh, I have just one? <laughs> I like you, Odin, but I don't like you that much. Oh, okay, good. Michael's the, yeah. Michael's the, 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 um, the obsessive, the obsessive um, stalker fan. He sees a guy in the Samus bikini, goes, not Mike, not Mike, not, not Mike. Mike. And not then I Mike. just pop up in regular clothes. <laughs> I just, before we close out, I just want to say that's what our podcast about. We're, we're, we're here to be able to nerd out and for Michael to be able to fanboy over you since you're here. That's oh. what we're doing this for. So, <laughs> all right. I'm glad I could be here for you, Michael. Oh, thank you so much. It's you're very it helped me so much. I will I will try and, you know, contain my joy and exuberance as much as I can. So we're at an hour and 23. Michael, close us out. All right. I'll close this out. So, but yeah, guys, uh, Odin, as always, this was an amazing episode talking to you, having you on, learning a little bit more about what you do. Hopefully we learn even more afterwards because, you know, it. This, this has actually been a really fun episode and the topics were great. Uh a lot more Odin makes to to come DIY oh, yeah. coming up. It's awesome, and it, like Brian said, it's time to go though. So this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. I've been your host, Special Mikey, along with me always is Hindu Anthony. Goodbye, everyone. Super vegan, Brian. Goodbye, Buttercups. <laughs> I like that. That's actually nice. <laughs> and cute. our regular returning guest, Odin Abbott, the All Father. <laughs> That was thunder and lightning. I don't, I'm not going to try it that much because I don't want to make Brian's job harder. <laughs> I, it, I'm it, so glad we had this time together. <laughs> there, will be thunder and lightning. <laughs> there will be thunder and lightning in the podcast. Yay! Yes. Yay! So do it at the opening, pew, too. Pew. So, but yeah, this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Great time. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay, and stay awesome. awesome. Say goodbye, Anthony. Bye. Bye. I, I'm not going to cut him off because I'm going to say say goodbye, Odin. Goodbye, Odin. Odin does not get cut off. <laughs> Nobody cuts off Odin, but I got cut That's off. That's right. <laughs> All right.